This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Hey everyone, it's Greg Stanley. Today's podcast is called Does Size Matter? So I'll find out a little bit more about that in a second. But before I get into it, I thought I'd give a few updates on what's been going on in my car world. One of the coolest things that has happened recently is that this podcast ranked number 11 for automotive podcasts on iTunes. Now, this is really cool and exciting because I'm up there with some of my favorite podcasts. So Car Talk is number one. It's always like number one. The Smoking Tire with Matt Farah was number three. CarCast with Adam Carolla, number four. Spike's Car Radio is number eight. And then the Collector Car Podcast, this podcast, is at number 11. And number 12 is the Collecting Cars podcast with Chris Harris. So Chris Harris is that amazing driver who's on Top Gear. And somehow, at least for this one data poll, I actually ranked a little bit higher than Chris Harris, which is just crazy. I'm not familiar with that one, so I am going to subscribe to it right now. Now, if you checked out my Instagram feed recently at the Collector Car podcast, I came across a true barn find. And I say a true barn find because it was actually in a barn. Now, this is a 1965 Galaxy 500 convertible. Really cool red 390 cubic inch engine uh, just covered in dust in this barn. It had been in the barn, I think, for maybe 12 years or so and in the same family since 1966. I mean, you could still possibly drive it, get it up and running. Still had the ori- mostly the original paint job on it. What was really cool is you popped the trunk. There were some of the vintage jarts in there, the darts that you would throw, the lawn darts, which were banned because they would hurt little kids, which is horrible. So be sure to check that out. There was also a couple other barn finds on my Instagram feed that are kind of fun. So today I'm going to analyze Haggerty's Muscle Car Index to see if size really does matter when looking at cars. I came up with this idea while I was conducting the research for last week's podcast, 15 Cars to Buy, Sell, and Hold in 2020. I noticed that the valuation trend for numerous small block or the base model muscle car was on the upswing after a few years of either static or declining growth. So in my in that particular podcast, I mentioned, I think it was a couple Mustangs, I mentioned that they had upturned in the last year or so versus being pretty much flat or slightly down for the three or four years prior. So what do I mean by size? Mostly engine size, small block versus big block, hypo versus the base model, GTO versus Le Mans, 426 versus 318s, Boss 429s versus 302s, and Yankos versus SS. I also compare, as I mentioned, like the hypo version versus the base model because not every performance car has a small block counterpart. Some of the performance cars are small blocks. First, let's talk about the collector car market as a whole and see how it's doing. If you go to Haggerty.com, you can check out their market trends, which is a subset of their valuation tools. These trends are based on a ton of info, including values from Haggerty's price guide, auction activity, expert sentiment, private sales activity, insured values, etc. Now you might ask, like I did, how do you quantify expert sentiment? Well, from Haggerty, this is to, quote, account for market factors that cannot be quantified through transactional data. A subjective opinion of the market is provided by a carefully curated list of experts. This panel is comprised of subject matter experts from all categories of collectible vehicles. Now, it's done through a market survey where they calculate the average score of the responses using a poll that they give to experts on a 1 to 100 level of confidence in the market. Now, all links to all this information is on my blog at thecollectorcarpodcast.com. So how is the market doing? In a word, so-so. It's just doing so-so. 
So the December 2019 score from Haggerty is 61.91, which is at a five-year low. The all-time high was May of 2015 at 71.95. The good news is that this decline is slowing, so it's declining at a slower rate, which hopefully means it's going to bottom out soon and then start going in the other direction. Now let's keep this trend in mind as we look at our muscle cars. Expert commentator Andrew Noonan states that, This time last year, Haggerty's muscle car index was at an all-time high, but over the last four months, it recorded the largest drop of any index for the second time in a row, falling 7% to a five-year low. While more than three-quarters of the index's component cars recorded no change at all, another large drop for the 1970 Hemi Cuda convertible, among the most valuable muscle cars of all time, and a 4% decrease for the 1964 Impala SS were more than enough to pull the overall score down. Now, the Hemi Cuda convertible, I know there's like only a handful of those, so when one or two of those sell lower than expected, it really drives this indicator down. Now, it's interesting that he called out the Impala, as in my data, there were two other cars that declined sharper in the latest 52 weeks. Now, this probably comes down to the timing of the data window he used versus the data window I used. So keep an ear out for those. So Haggerty's muscle car index is comprised of 15 cars. We'll get very familiar with these cars in a second. A 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner Superbird, a 1965 Pontiac GTO, 1968 Mercury Cougar GTE, a 1968 Chevrolet Camaro Yenko, a 1969 American Motors AMX SS, 1965 Shelby GT350, that's one of the small block cars, 1970 Plymouth Cuda AAR, that's the second small block car, 1968 Shelby GT500 King of the Road, 1970 Chevelle SS454, 1970 Plymouth Cuda, 1970 Buick GS455, 1970 Oldsmobile 442 W30, 1969 Dodge Charger 500, 1964 Impala SS, 1969 Ford Mustang Boss 429. So as I mentioned on this list, all but two of them are big block engines. The two exceptions, as I said, were the 1965 Shelby GT350 with its 289 and the 1970 Plymouth Cuda AAR with its 340. So this made me wonder, what would these results look like if I substituted these cars with their small block or base car for comparison. So that's what I did. Let's review each of these and I will summarize my findings at the end of the podcast to really find out does size matter? Is bigger better? So we'll just go down this list and compare the two. So the first one, the 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner Superbird, that's the one with the 426, it was down 5.6% the last year. Now looking at the counterpart, a 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner with the 383, so smaller engine, still a big block, that one was actually up 4.2. So we have a nine-point swing just between those two cars. The 1965 GTO was flat, and so was its counterpart, the non-GTO, the Le Mans. The 1968 Mercury Cougar GTE was down 0.7. That's the 428 version. And the regular Cougar with the 302 was flat. So there's a little bit of a savings there. The 1968 Chevrolet Camaro Yenko with the 427 was down 12.2% the latest year. The base SS Camaro was flat. The 1969 American Motors AMX SS with the 390 was flat. Its smaller small block counterpart, the 290, was flat as well. The GT350 1965 with the 289 306 horsepower engine was down one9 for its counterpart, I took a 1965 Ford Mustang GT Fastback with the Hypo engine, the K-Code car. That 
That one was up 6%, so there's a, there's a, almost an 8% gap there. Now this is a pretty big one here. As I mentioned, the 1970 Plymouth CUDA AAR, the 340 cubic inch engine car, is down 20%. This is a car I mentioned you should buy in 2020 because it's been hit, getting hammered hard in the marketplace. Now, there wasn't a small block base version of this, so I picked the 1970 Plymouth Barracuda with the 318 cubic inch engine, and that one was flat. So there's a 20 point difference there. The 1968 Shelby GT500 King of the Road was down 2.2%. Its counterpart, the GT350, was actually up 4.7%. The 1970 Chevelle SS454 was down 9.3%. Its counterpart, the Chevelle with the base 350, was flat. So there's almost uh, over a 9% gap. The 1970 Plymouth Cuda Convertible, the really, 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 really rare one, was down 24.5%. Went from $2.65 million down to $2 million. Its counterpart, the convertible with the 383, was only down 1.7%. So we have almost 22 points difference there between the super rare big block and the smaller, lesser performance car. The 1970 Buick GS455, that one was flat. The small block counterpart with the 350 was flat as well. Actually, a lot of these next ones are pretty flat. The 1970 Oldsmobile 442 W30 was flat as well as its counterpart was flat as well. The 1969 Dodge Charger 500 with the 426 was flat and its counterpart with the 318 cubic inch engine was flat. The Chevrolet Impala that was mentioned in the commentary was down 4.9%. Its counterpart with the 327 was flat, so there's a 5% gap there. Now, the Boss 429 was down 5.1%, and this is the only one where the small block was down even more. The Boss 302 was down 7.4%. So now if we look at all of these, the total Haggerty Index, that's the big block cars or the hypo cars, they were down 13.5%. And when we look at their counterparts, the small block car or the base car, it was actually up 0.3%. So there's a 13% gap between these two. Now, if we take out the Hemi Cuda convertible that was really driving this index down, uh, the difference was only 5.1. So that one really drove a lot of this data. Now, take this information with a grain of salt. Big blocks are more desirable and have been appreciating for years. As those prices have gone up, the small block and the base cars follow. People can't afford the big blocks, so they start buying the small blocks. I think what we are seeing here is more buyers are opting for less expensive but still fun muscle cars that they can drive and enjoy. So speaking of which, I need to get out of here enjoy this cold, wet, and rainy, dreary day here in Cincinnati. I will talk to you next week. So until then, keep your tires straight, your foot on the gas, and your eyes on the road. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast.